Hello and welcome back to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're with Tim and Matt. Mate, how are you? G'day, Tim. What is happening in the world of Tim this week? Tim. That was a very weird way I said Tim. Tom. Then. <laughs> it's not my mum. My, my mum says Tim like Tom. Like, like Tom. I don't, yeah, I don't, maybe, I don't get maybe it. I should, maybe I should just call you Mothy from now on because I like the second half of your name better than the first half of your name, maybe. Please, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> me, uh, me, me, no appreciato, no. <laughs> Just speaking like some weird language. Anyway, people are probably already on this like episode. They're like, "What the freaking hell is wrong with these oh. two today?" But we are very excited for today because uh, we have an absolute legend um, who has popped up recently in the world of Make It Epic um, to yeah show her face. And um, you know, we've really been following her closely and being kind of sussing out what she's doing and it has been amazing yeah well we're all about like bringing people on that are elevating the industry that are you know doing things to help you know raise the standard and this person is an absolute ledge she's doing that as a business coach and you know this episode will be for those creative business owners out there i think it's going to be one that you're going to get a lot of value in especially as we enter the slower time of the year the slower season um as we enter winter i mean like winter is usually that time where there's not too much income coming in but we're still dealing with the backlog of last season and also trying to think about the next season as well yeah and being a little bit stressed by like you know as you said the income that's coming into our bank accounts and maybe our partners are like hey where's the money you know (laughs) things like that we can't feed the kids Yeah, we're definitely nervous by, you know, like, I guess what the future holds in terms of our businesses. And it's just sometimes we can feel a little bit burnt out and stagnated in our business as well in terms of like the direction we want to go and just the place that we're in because maybe we've just come out of a huge season, which, you know, we've everyone in the wedding industry has had a massive season so far. So we're hoping that this, yeah, like episode today is really helpful for you. But yeah, we have the absolute legend Kiara Milford coming on and she is a wedding and business coach uh, specifically and she is a bloody legend and we find some kind of top tips that she has uh, some golden nuggets that we like to call them she is sharing with you all Um, so yeah let's just get straight into it because it's a big episode so strap yourselves in stop what you're doing put us on in you know whatever you're up to maybe if you're driving um, let those golden nuggets flow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, let's make it happen. So, yeah, let's uh, welcome on Chiara now. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. We have a special one today, Kiara. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. No, that's all right. It's um, it's it's been it's gonna be an amazing one. Like I am super excited. Like I know, kind of like slid into the DMs and we're having a bit of a chat. And like Matt was telling me, oh, there's this like there's this business coach, like wedding business coach, like over in um over in WA, like an international overseas <laughs> and we're gonna your stuff and it's it's bloody amazing like i'm i'm all for like a, a good brand and uh a good uh, a good marketing strategy and um absolutely love it so i'm really excited for this one. Oh, thank you i'm super excited too <laughs> so maybe just to start off maybe just start tell us who you are and what your business is called. Yeah, sure. So I am a wedding business coach. So I guide any level of wedding business from startups to established businesses so that you have all the dream clients that you want. Um, And I help you save time by booking in these rad clients instantly with systems and automations, whilst also having the flexibility to spend time how you want to spend it as well. I believe that wedding vendors are magicians and they're super talented creatives. And it makes so much more sense that when we spend most of our time in our creative genius zone producing some kick-ass weddings rather than having to worry about cash flow, we're not making consistent sales. I'm super passionate about what I do. I've been in the events and wedding industry for 15 years. I love helping others because I was there too. I have used 
tried and tested methods. I built a six-figure one wedding rental business in six months, launching smack bang in the middle of wedding wedding season in March. And my I've got two bits, two parts to the business. So there's Yara Milford, which is the business coach, and then the Heartmakers Club, which is just gen at the moment just generating some leads, and it'll eventually lead into a membership. So that's me and what I do. That's amazing. Wow, <laughs> you really like speaking our language and. I suppose like as someone that, speaking for myself here, that's been in the industry for a couple of years and as we'll say like off air, wedding flippers are just, they're just a different breed, right? We, we are a different breed. Like, <laughs> in, a good, in a good way. In a good way. And <laughs> and, some, and sometimes a bad way. Like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll admit, like some of us have some like tendencies just to like stick with things that are at the detriment like of our self and our health and, and our wealth and potentially like our families and the people we love but I suppose yeah like what you say like makes a lot of sense and like for me like it really like got to a point where like I had to figure out you know I've got to do things within my business if I actually want to continue with the passion I have but also be there for my family as well and be be a present husband and be a present father and take the time to do things that I want to do myself but still have that passion to create kick-ass content film weddings and like do the things that I absolutely love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is such a demanding industry, especially for like the six to nine months of the like busy period. And then in winter, it's just like dead. And you're just like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. Like there's no income, but then like you just, and then you don't really feel like spending much time with your family and friends because you're so burnt out from the season that was. It's just there, there's just so many things that we can do to help us get out of that routine kind of thing and just make it make a new life for us, basically. It doesn't need to be hard. <laughs> You're literally speaking the language of probably a lot of people that I reckon are listening right now as well in terms of just talking about like, you know, winter and like, you know, like what that looks like. And, you know, because it is a time where, you know, we are burnt out. We are tired from the season we've just had. And, you know, we are maybe semi-stressed about the season that is coming up as well. But before we kind of talk about those, like, a few specific things, because today's topic is so helpful and, like, I feel like it's going to make a lot of value for people listening. But maybe just, um, let's just have a quick chat about, like, maybe some, ex- like, in your experience, because you are a wedding business coach, which, you know, there are a few out there, but I love, like, you know, the direction that you take with some of this stuff is, like, you know, what are some of the common mistakes you see wedding business owners make um, and how would you say they can maybe avoid them? Yeah, sure. So not having checklists and procedures in place um, for the actual wedding day, as well as also your business procedures too, because when you're at the stage of growing your business and it's not just you and your partner or your family and friends, you want to actually employ someone, it's so hard to train the new person in how you want things done if you don't have a procedure in place. So a suggestion for that is like just one day sitting down and just going through your whole business from start to finish and being like, okay, this is how I respond to an inquiry and like set up email templates like and just writing everything down. You can even use programs like Loom to screen record things and just send them to your VA or whoever it is that you've got. Yeah, how good is it, right? (laughs) And like, even with like your social media content, you can outsource that as well. So you can screen record things and write captions, use chat GPT. Like there's just so many more efficiencies that you can use to get the checklist and procedures happening for your business. Another mistake would be not working in 24 hour time. I know a lot of businesses don't really use this, um, but I've got a classic example that I was involved in, in one of the businesses that I worked at. So there was a ceremony that was booked in at 5 a.m. in the morning. But one of the stylists thought, like, that's an outrageous time to have a ceremony. I'm going to change that to 5 p.m. And, uh, yeah, so they missed the ceremony. And from that moment forward, <laughs> yeah, not a good thing to do. So from that moment forward, we just we decided to forever use 24-hour time just so that no one gets confused. And I have seen a lot more like dawn services um, happening lately as well. So it is a thing. (laughs) I've Um, never thought about that before. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
And a lot of events use it in their run sheets as well. Like at venues, they use the 24-hour time. It avoids all the confusion altogether. And the last thing I'll touch on would be quality, like purchasing quality items, not just purchasing things on a whim. Because what happens if you, know, if you don't hire it out? Like what happens if you don't buy enough quantity? What happens if the manufacturer stops making it to discontinue products? Like then what? You've got to do your research to purchase your products and not just purchase them on a whim. Yeah, for sure. I even saw a thing recently saying, uh, you know, a poor, the quote was like something like a poor man pays for things twice, even just in terms of like 100%. the quality kind of thing. Like, you know, and it makes so much sense, you know, um, me and Tim have probably had a few of those moments, that, uh, you know, even, even, even this morning we were talking about it. We were like, we have lights that we use at home uh, that, you know, just kind of like make the podcast look a little bit more professional. And uh, Tim's, one of Tim's lights just like decided not to work properly. And he's like, oh, I've got to buy something. But we literally bought the cheapest ones we probably could. So, yeah. you know, it makes sense. We're, we are the <laughs> ultimate like bargain hunters. Hey, like even, even now we're looking at new mics and we've been looking at new mics for three months because we can't find the right deal <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah look like we all start somewhere you've got to, you've got to start somewhere but i'm talking about like to build up your business to grow it you don't want to keep buying the like the lower end market products because you want to want your product to reflect your business and your stage of business as well so We've all got to start somewhere. Yeah, that's that's actually <laughs> uh, that's actually pretty funny because when I started like filming, I was filming on like APS-C like cameras, which are you know they're not they're not full frame frame cameras, and most pros would use full frame. But I was using those cameras for years, and then I only went full frame like maybe I don't know two years after like shooting weddings. Like it, it did take me a while, and it was purely for, like for the like for the price as well. But yeah, obviously now I understand but I have a certain like level to keep up and the quality that I want to do, I want to produce like the best quality that I can. But it is a big it is a big one for for new um for new business owners for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you've also got to think about like the cost, like how many times it goes out on hire or like how many like weddings you have to book or photo yeah, weddings that you have to book to recoup the costs and then make make profit on it as well. So that's a super important part of your, the planning process for purchasing as well yeah i feel like as like as creative business owners like we start this business because we have a passion for the art like we have a passion for the creative yep. element of the business and we tend not yep. to we tend not to actually have complete understanding of the business side yeah and instead of actually paying for help in that aspect or instead of actually trying to understand like the requirements of like how to run a business and how to make it run successfully and profitably we just focus on the art and it's just like you know, let's build it and like they will come. And it's where we see like most creative businesses fail. Like I, I, I can't even begin to, to tell you like, you know, like within like the creative like business realm, like it's really only a certain like subset that's are really like earning enough and have like the time, the structures, the procedures, like the automations in place to be able to run a business successfully and not be a prisoner to that business. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you don't know what you don't know. And like, I was lucky enough, my partner, he had a business before as well. So he kind of knew the ins and outs of businesses and like setting up a GST account and making sure that you're paying yourself superannuation. Like, but a lot of people don't know that because yeah, you're right in what you're saying. Like we just want to be creative and just do the thing. But there's all this other back end stuff that is so super important in order for your business to survive as well. And that's that's the part where I come in really. And I te help teach you guys all of that information. Yeah. Cause do you think it's a point where, I don't, like from my experience, like I had to reach a point of failure for me to yeah. actually shift my mindset and understand like, okay, I, I can't continue like this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I also reached a point of failure as well. So the furniture hire rental business that I have had, um, it doesn't exist anymore. And that's because I was so massively burnt out and the the choice like the, the business was leading me in a different direction so I've been at the lowest of lows as well and you don't go into business thinking that you're going to fail so when when it was time to let go I think I probably hold, held on too long and I should have had um, an exit strategy in place beforehand when I first started the business as well so yeah it's it, it's hard <laughs> it, it's tricky because like yeah you just want to be creative and you don't want to have to think about, oh my God, like, am I going to have to pay myself superannuation? Like what happens at tax time? Like you don't want to have to think about all of that. And in winter as well, because it's such a seasonal job, like 
you, you don't want to have to stress. Absolutely. And I feel like this is probably a perfect segue into, you know, what we uh, kind of really got our attention when we started to like kind of talk about what we want to like uh, chat about with you today, which, and we're loving, I guess, the way that you have really like, I guess, pushed this part of it. And it is something that like, I would say I haven't really heard a whole lot of people talk about, which is like, you know, like building your business wealth in winter. And as a creative, as you've said, and as we've touched on a fair bit today, is like in winter, it is a little bit of a quiet time. Uh, the the doubts and the thoughts start to kind of creep into our minds because we're not out doing things that we love in terms of like, you know, capturing weddings or doing weddings or, you know, as a creative, not doing maybe the creative things we have been absolutely flooded with for the past few months and then we have this kind of quiet downtime and we're freaking out low-key a little bit about what the rest <laughs> of the year looks like and also just knowing that we might not have consistent income coming in for potentially like you know three months like i spoke to a celebrant this week and he's like oh today's my last ceremony for three months and that's a long time to not have income consistently coming in so maybe just talk us through what you know like obviously don't give us too many of the like uh hot tips of you know what you're kind of like pushing towards the the, the business wealth but um you know like yeah how how is it you came up with this and what is it about well i came up with it because going through the business myself especially furniture rentals yeah you do obviously not you don't have as many weddings as you do in in the summer months and it is tricky to keep floating your business through winter so i would i was like racking my brains like how do i come up with way other ways to generate more income during winter so that cash flow isn't an issue and it's consistent all year round. So I was looking at, um, just thinking outside the box. So I was looking at our warehouse and looking at what items have just been sitting there all year, not making money, not moving. They're costing me money because they're, they're, they're taking up space in my warehouse. So I either was like, okay, well, can we can we sell these? Can we hire these? Or should I just move them on and get rid of them and discontinue that product? So I made the decision to discontinue most of those products because they were old stock that had been sitting there for a couple of years. And as we all know, wedding trends literally last five seconds. So it was more beneficial for me to sell those items and therefore that would generate some income um, during the quieter month. I also went through my outstanding quotes. So I used zero at the time um, and I went through all of my quotes and was just like, oh my God, all this money is just sitting here because it gave you a total balance at the end of how much money you could have potentially earned. And when I saw that, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> I really <laughs> need to. scary. I don't think I, I've never, like, I don't use zero. I use Studio yeah. Ninja and it doesn't show me that. So if I saw that, I'd probably cry. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You, fr you freak out. <laughs> it's crazy because I've like, I'm a, I'm a bit of an Excel kind of nerd. So I actually like, you know, take everything out of Studio Ninja, um, put it in Excel, and I put like a obviously like a lead value like on every on every quote, and it's crazy. Like if you look at that price, yeah. like every lead that comes through is worth like X amount of dollars. So like potentially exactly. like you know X amount of dollars coming in each year. Like and it it really then puts a focus on okay, like what are, what are the processes that I can put in place to ensure I can like improve my conversions as well? Like how can I improve my client experience? Like what are the ways that I can like improve my conversions by implementing some things that may, you know, may take a little bit of time initially, but can work in your favor long-term? Absolutely. And the first time that I saw that gigantic balance at the end of my zero quotes, I was like, right, how can I get these converting? So I came up with a procedure of um, following up. So I'd send out the quote to the bride and then I'd follow it up one week later if I hadn't heard from her and just say, hey, just checking in. Um, if you've got any questions, just hit me up kind of thing. And then I'd put another note in and the following week's time, so two weeks' time, because that's when the quotes would expire anyway. So it's a good reason for you to get in contact with the client and just say, Hey, just letting you know that your your quote is now expired. Um, if you want to hold, your, if you want to book in your your quote at these prices, then I like so obviously say it in a nicer way. But we suggest that you book in now so that the prices don't change <laughs> and you don't miss out. <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's just super important to follow up because people forget about you. People, everyone, everyone's busy, right? So the more that you're in front of people, the more that you're going to get noticed and the more that they're going to remember you and the more that they're going to think that you care as well. Love it. 
Amazing. And so maybe just like touching on that a little bit, like do you have any like hot tips for like, you know, like I guess the people that are listening are everybody from like, you know, photographers, videographers to celebrants to makeup artists, hairdressers, Um, you know, like what have you got any hot tips for these people listening that are like, you know, how do I show up more? Maybe they're not overly keen on being on on socials all the time and things like that. Like, is there any hot tips you have? Um, We don't necessarily need to be on socials as uh, like per se, like you can even like set up a mailing list. I know a lot of people don't really have um, mailing lists, but that is a high converting platform as well. And I've got results to prove that too. So you don't even have to show your face really either. And in in Facebook groups, Facebook groups is massive. So there, I don't know about in the East Coast, but here in Perth, there's like hundreds of Facebook groups relating to Perth, like asking for advice, like wedding wedding chats. Like there's one called Everything Weddings Perth, I think, where it's just got so many couples just asking for advice. And that's that's huge. Um, because you need to build up the no like and trust factor as well so that when it is time for people to book your services, then they know directly who to go to. And it's interesting as well, there's you get to see who is putting themselves out there in terms of like commenting regularly and giving ideas regularly because it's always the same people on each thread that are getting recommended as well. So and that that's massive. Word of mouth is huge. Funny you talk about that because me and Tim literally, I would say last night <laughs> probably, uh, we actually started a Make It Epic like fa- Facebook, Facebook group, group yeah. which is going to be yeah oh. dedicated to like specifically. So we made two, so we've made one that's going to be dedicated to vendors, and so just for vendors yep. to jump on there and maybe float ideas around. And then we've also made one that is going to be for couples, and it's kind of hopefully going to be able to like you know couples can ask questions, and we can hopefully give our advice on how it is that they can make their wedding as epic as possible. So uh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool that you've brought that one up because we didn't even tell you that. If you're listening, watch this space. Hopefully uh, you may see it. And if you haven't, uh, yeah. reach out to us and we'll give you the link because we would love you to join. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good way, I think. Like, And we were thinking like, okay, like, yes, we have the podcast. We talk, we talk a lot about like how to, you know, like how can we elevate the wedding industry? How can we elevate the standards like for wedding vendors, but also create a better experience like for couples as well? And like Matt and I just, I don't know, like call this like the special breed of like like wedding, like wedding vendors, right? Like we just want to keep on sharing that message. And we're like, what's another way that we can do this? And it's like, yeah, Facebook groups for sure. But you also like touched on email marketing. And this is something that I've been playing around for the last like couple of months as well. I suppose like I'd like to like make the point that as a, as wedding vendors, we're the worst marketers. <laughs> like we really yeah. are. Like the, the power, the power of email marketing is huge. But like it's not about selling at all. Like I hate is, selling. Selling sucks. <laughs> oh, everyone, it's so icky, right? Everyone yeah. hates selling. It's- yeah. <laughs> like and in like in in my emails, like it's like it's just like it's value, value, value. Like it's all about. I don't know. I suppose like I've taken a more of like a story like based approach, and you know, like kind of talk yep. about you know like the things that I'm doing like as a wedding videographer, like and a wedding vendor. I don't know. I don't really talk about the podcast. Maybe I should talk about that a little more, but. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely should. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's not selling per se. Like it's, yeah, it's not about selling your services. No, no. It's more about, with email marketing, it's more about taking your potential customers on a journey. So obviously the, the hook, I guess, to get them to sign up to your email list in the first place is to have like a really high value freebie to give away. So that could be something along the lines of like the top 10 poses that you need to do for your fo- for your photos or the top 10 things that you need to have on your checklist for your wedding day, that, that kind of thing, like something that's just super quick and easy to get out there. And also you can sell those on Etsy too. Like there's a massive market for them at the moment. Um, so that's another good way to make money in winter. Segway. Hot tips. Right, going back to <laughs> <laughs> Nuggets, here they are, dropping hot. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Um, but yeah, going back to email marketing, yeah, you don't have to be selling. It's about more so building up the no like, and trust factor, getting your clients on a journey, talking about how you got started, why you got started, and then you can talk about why they need to book you. But yeah, just high value content, giving tips and value all the time. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Amazing. So I, I put a lot of like testimonials as well, like in there. Um, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I've been, yeah. I've been trying to <laughs> get like past clients to like do like a video like testimonial, which can be a little bit difficult. But the ones that do, I like, I got these, some of like 
uh, probably about like a year and a half ago, but like they were absolute legends and they're both like pastors at, um, at church. They did this like professional like testimonial video like on stage with backlights. I'm like, oh my Lord, like wow. this is amazing. Yeah. I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's in there for sure. That's epic. I'm using this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's so in good. There. Yeah. I, I, I'm, with- having, I, I was, I'm having a little bit of a squeeze as well because I, talking about like, you know, like the email marketing <laughs> and like some of the like the freebies and stuff that you do as well and me and tim actually went through your website yesterday and had a bit of a squeeze and we downloaded your wedding wealth checklist and i'm having a bit of a look at that you've got 20 you got 20 i guess is it points yeah 20 points on there that like you know things to think about in terms of the wedding and in the checklist i'm really curious as to uh, maybe one of them and maybe you could just shed some light on it so if you maybe you could just give us your thoughts on the review your booking process. So that's number eight on your checklist. Maybe just like, you know, because I feel like that's something that is quite easy to do. And it's maybe something that would really give value to a lot of listeners at the moment, um, especially as we're talking about coming into winter and things like that. Maybe it's just, yeah, your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. So reviewing your booking process, just ask yourself questions like, how easy is it for your couples to book you in? How do they find you? Do you have a follow-up? procedure in place and like are you taking note of um like the deposit payments and when the final payment is due do you ask for a progress payment in between as well and what platforms and programs are you using to for your booking process so ideally you would like to make money while you sleep right so the best way to do that is have automations um automations is so dominating at the moment So have a look at platforms where you can get your couples to book in directly on the spot. So um, like for musicians, photographers, um, even like hire companies, like it's so easy to have like online quotes that they can get straight away and then book and pay a deposit as well because you can share your calendar with them so they can see when you're available and when you're not available. That's a a massive way to start because the deposits is what also kind of carries you through winter too. So the more that you can make it so much more easy and efficient for your couples to book in, that way easier it's going to be for you as well to keep that consistent cash flow. And like for higher companies, I guess, like have a look at your inventory systems. Like how are you keeping track of your inventory and also how do people book with you? Like there's an awesome inventory system online software out there called RW Elephant and their tagline is made by events people for events people. So you know it's going to be good, right? (laughs) It's just, yeah, making sure everything is streamlined, efficient. It's the easiest way and most quickest way possible for your couples. Yeah, sure. I love that. And I feel like that's something that Matt and I chat about all the time. Like, how can we improve, like, our client experience? Like, how can we, you know, how can we elevate this um, experience for our couples and make it easy for them to, like, not only, like, see the value in us, but to, like, see that we care about like their journey and their experience as they go through like the whole process and it's not even i would say even as well as like how can we how can we simplify that process too in terms of like the back end for us as well so like when you're talking about the automations and things like that like a lot of that stuff is um i would say is things where as creative business owners not everyone is utilizing well if that makes sense and they probably could do it better (laughs) yeah 100 percent. yeah the big uh, yeah i think like the the big thing is are you using a crm like are you using a system that can actually run these automations that can actually you know like simplify like your process so you're not manually having to do this and like you know like i was freaking crazy like for the first like year or two of my business like i was like running everything on excel spreadsheets and i know like matt was trying to convince me to go to um studio ninja i was like oh i'm pretty happy with my like excel like you know spreadsheet and then i'll spend hours at night like manually like putting like putting down like invoices and running receipts and then i was like for a couple hundred bucks a year you can have a crm that does this all for you and you can customize it to suit you Like, it's crazy. 100%. Yeah. And you can even send out your terms and conditions for them to sign automatically as well. Like, there's so much that CRMs can do for you rather than, like like you said, yeah, spending, like, hours with your Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) Like, when I see businesses doing that, I'm like, oh, dear God. You can, you can be spending this time doing so much yeah. more. I'll, I'll, I'll put a caveat in it. This is before I had kids. So 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> but re- regardless, it's such a it's such a missing like if you have it, I guess just like reiterating, like it's a missing link, and you probably should really think about like finding a CRM that suits you and your business. There are a lot out there. Obviously, we are big advocates and fans of Studio Ninja. We use it all the time. It's been a savior for me and a savior for Tim. And yeah, look, if you're still making your clients, I don't know, print off the terms and conditions and sign it and scan it and send it back, like, come on, oh, it's, it's, 20, it's 2023, people. Do not do that. It's like it's like faxing now, right? Like, who still prints out and signs things? Oh man, I I had a venue actually like send me their terms and conditions, and they wanted me to like print it out and sign it. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this, oh. <laughs> and I do oh. not go back to that venue. <laughs> yeah Yeah, and that's the other thing right as well so like with the booking process think about it from how you would like to book someone in as well so for example like for me personally I really don't like it when places don't advertise their prices online like it immediately it's wasting my time like I don't want to have to email you to contact you to find out what your price is only to find out that you don't fit within my budget as well like I'd rather know upfront what I'm getting if that makes sense. Oh, hot, hot topic. I, I have a question around this because I, I know me and Tim have, we have sure. on our websites. So for our personal brands, we both have on our websites, maybe like our starting price and things like that. Are you a like open book, give us everything? Or are you like starting prices? Okay. What are your thoughts? This is just a random oh, extra question. <laughs> yeah. Starting prices are okay because you get an idea of a ballpark figure. I'm like, I'm talking about if you don't advertise prices at all. Like I, I just find that um, a bit off-putting and I find that you do lose clients as well because if you're you're like me and you just want an answer straight away then you don't you don't have to want to contact someone and then wait like a day or two days or however long to find out only for them to not be within your price range so a starting from price is totally okay because you know what it's from and obviously it's going to go up from there depending on what add-ons you choose so yeah starting from is totally fine yeah, this is this is something. Oh god, we could we could talk about a whole like episode with this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if we should. I don't think we should open this can of worms. <laughs> oh, maybe let's just roll into a little bit of like you know like obviously a lot of people that are listening are, are creative business owners and things like that. Like you know, yeah. are there, have you got any like tips and tricks on like maybe it's someone that's starting out or maybe it's someone that feels is feeling a little bit like stagnated in the pit like where they are in their business but have you got any advice for like those people who are like keen to continue to or are building a successful business and that's a really triggered question yes (laughs) um so i i think i know what you're asking um so maybe like look outside the box um for other ways that you can make money um with what you already have so, for example, disposable cameras are a huge trend at the moment. So, photographers, even just starting out, you can look at adding disposable cameras to a part of your packages or your services and customize them for the couple as well. Florists could have an online shop. Videographers could create video books as well. So, they're, they're a huge trend at the moment too. And rental companies, you can hire out your vehicles that when you're not using them. So, that gives you some income as well. And like for musicians, I guess you could create some custom songs for the couples too. And then you can obviously can perform them on the day as well. And yeah, like, like we touched on with the email marketing, I guess, with like your freebies that you're giving out to your mailing list, you can also charge for them. You could beef them up a little bit if you wanted, but you can advertise them on on your on an Etsy store and make money from them that way. And that's a huge side hustle on its own. Like that that's massive at the moment, especially in the US. Um, I've done a, a bit of research on that, and that that yeah, it, it's huge. So if you're just starting out, that would be a really really good one to get your name out there as well. That passive income is like such a big. It's Oh. Such a big thing, right? Like, especially, yeah. you know, like, I feel like there are some, like, portions of the industry that could struggle or think they may struggle to be able to have a passive income. But really, when you're saying things about checklists and, like, you know, like Etsy stores, like, all of these things are quite achievable when you break it down for every single facet of 
you know, uh, the industry really, no matter what you're doing, whether you're a, you know, a makeup artist or a hairdresser, or even maybe it's a dog chaperone. I don't really know, you know, like, or a pet chaperone, like all of these things still have checklists that are involved and there's still people out there willing to potentially build a business that's similar to that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like there's, there's so many endless opportunities and every niche in the wedding industry with the checklist can definitely create one. That's 100% possible. I've done it for a number of um, vendors. So yeah. <laughs> I know I get really excited when it comes to like some passive income stuff, like with my like, obviously with the we- my website and obviously with the way that I send my photos back to my clients. So they'll get like a, they're like, I use pick time. And so they've got a gallery there, but it also is a bit of a shopping cart too. And so they can purchase prints and things like that. I love it when I wake up in the morning and someone's, you know, bought some prints that they're going to like be able to hang up on their wall and things like that. Like those yeah. little things is like, I've, you know, yes, I've made a bit of money overnight and yes, it's ex- like, it's super exciting that they're getting their photos off the computer and putting them into print. Um, but it is such just a like, a simple way to just, I guess, um, make a little bit of extra money. So maybe this is a bit of a hot tip out there if you're a photographer and you're thinking about, um, you know, running a sale, maybe run a sale during winter and that could maybe make a little bit of extra coin for you as well. Um, Absolutely. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you photographers. <laughs> I swear, like, photographers have it so good. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll speak for the, the videographers in the room um, and – you know, like we don't have the same like luxury as photographers, um, you know, to like sell prints and so forth, but like maybe like what about, you know, providing more value, like even more value to the couples that you already have, like perhaps a couple has purchased a highlight film, you know, like there's other films that you can provide value for. You've got all this footage, like what about a ceremony or a speeches film? What about a documentary film? What about an Instagram edit? Like what about different films or moments of the day that you can provide value to your couple and sell in that way? And that's, that's, that's something that I, I like to do. And, you know, I'll, I'll put in like add-ons um, a couple of weeks after the wedding, uh, sorry, after that they've received like their, their film gallery, just as a way that they can actually receive more of their footage because, you know, like you've taken all this footage, you don't want to just let it go to waste as well. Like there's a lot of like important moments that a couple, you know, like have a lot of like value on that. Um, but they may not be aware that you offer that service. So little uh, little hot yeah, tip for the videographers ab- in the room. Absolutely. And to go along, to piggyback, piggyback on that, you could also like on the wedding day and night have an add-on service of content creation. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen this massive blow up of wedding content creators at the moment. So basically they put together reels, like follow the couple around all day and all night and put together reels at the end of it, like trending reels of like moments that they that videographers may have missed or like more a bit more intimate moments. So by adding on that extra value is 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 huge as well for the for the night too. So that's again another extra way to make money. <laughs> quickly how quickly did these guys pop up too right like there's so many oh like couples like just, just out of nowhere i felt like i like went to sleep yeah. one night the next morning i woke up and there's like 20 of them in like you know throughout new south wales that i know of alone like obviously that and that's like spreading their wings obviously throughout the whole country now which you know like i do see exactly. the benefit in it 100 it is something very different still I've, i haven't worked with any yet i don't know if you have tim but i haven't worked with any content Neither. creators yet i've i've got a i've got a good friend that has worked with fun and i don't think it was the best experience but yeah may, maybe like it's it's obviously a new it's Tim's a new against thing. it I, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't no, no I'm not a, I, I'm definitely not against it I'm definitely not against it I, I would say that the the reason that uh this friend of mine um had a poor experience is because like during portraits when they wanted like to build like an intimate like moment the like content creator was like yeah baby work it yeah keep doing that more kisses more kisses <laughs> So yeah, like, yeah. I, th- I think you just really Read need to think room. about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, classic. I, uh, I, I was, I was having a bit of a like. I, before we jumped on, I was having a bit of a quick chat about like, you know, um, I guess the position that everybody is in terms of like how we met you, and I think we mentioned it earlier on in this podcast about like, you know, like touching base on like the networking side of things. And I know that's something that you're really big on, and that you, uh, you know, like you're keen to. Uh, I guess, like, put out there for people to, like, that networking is a massive thing in the, like, in the industry itself. And 
like what we do is a pretty lonely thing at times. And me and Tim originally started this uh, podcast because, you know, we like to have a bit of an outlet, but have a bit of a chat. And it has created a lot of networking opportunities for us. And maybe you can just give us a couple of tips quickly while you're on here about like, you know, how to unlock that networking opportunity um, because it is a bit of a scary thing. Absolutely. It's so scary. And being a creative, like running your own business as well, it, it, it is really lonely too. So you miss that human interaction. And I'm I'm an introvert, so I don't really like going out and networking and being confronted with people and ha- like seeing that awkward silence um, in moments where you're just like, oh, I don't know what to say next. So it's I find it so easy to hide behind your phone in these instances and just slide into people's DMs and just start chatting chatting that way. I mean, that's how I ended up on your podcast. I just I think I just slid into your DMs one day and was just like, hey, like that was a great tip or great interview, I think I said, or something along those lines. And then it just leads on to so many different opportunities. And just like commenting on other um industry vendors' posts as well. That just that that's huge too. And my all-time favorite is Facebook groups. Like you just can't, you can't beat them. Just sharing your advice and building that trust with not only potential clients, but also industry vendors as well. And there are like specific groups just related for industry vendors. And then like, I think in, I'm not sure about the East Coast, but in Perth, we have like the end of season, like get, get together, like a massive big <laughs> party where we all just come together and just have fun and talk about the the epic season that was and just let our hair down a little bit as well so it's not it's not necessarily a networking opportunity but it's just good to catch up and just get out of the house kind of thing and there are also other in real life events as well so look out for social clubs um, and other industry related business events too there's heaps of women in business networking groups here in Perth where they regularly have catch-ups and like share business advice and it's not just for the wedding industry. It's like for business in total. So you can get so many different opportunities from that as well. Because in reality, like videographers, photographers, florists, like even planners and stylists, it's not just weddings that we do. It's also all other events. So like birthdays, engagements, hens, like, so the more people that you chat to, the more that you're going to get all these different opportunities. So it's just literally like you can start just by doing it behind your phone on social media and then obviously once you feel confident enough you can get out there and actually attend events (laughs) i love it so good and even you touching on like the uh the group thing like there are a few couple of there's a couple of groups or maybe one main group on the south coast of new south wales that kind of gets together i would say maybe three times a year um something like that which is always a good time me and tim love going to those events as well and just having a bit of a chat to everybody and you know it always is amazing and me and tim have literally spoken in the past we're like maybe we should do like a make it epic like catch up kind of thing one night or something like that so that's definitely uh something that we've thought about it's been in the works for us as well i feel like we're dropping hot tips left right and center here for our business at the moment tim but anyway anyway, um yeah so it it definitely is something that's (laughs) because we got no time for that you know yeah like I don't know. It's definitely something that, uh, you know, we've definitely been working on and we do think there's a lot of value in um, networking and having um, a friendship group and, you know, just like being able to bounce ideas off each other and uh, talk about our experiences, not necessarily, for, you know, it may be someone that is new or it may be someone that's been in it for a long time, but just keen to hear something fresh and new. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of our partners, I guess, as well, don't really understand the industry like other industry people do. So like you come home and like chat about the the wedding that you went to and like this person did that and like this happened and your partner's just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like you don't get the reaction that you need or want or deserve as well. So just having that opportunity to talk about those um, things that irk you in the industry that's 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 a great opportunity to do that as well <laughs> uh, the old irking I love oh. it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you actually mentioned that because um we actually ha- we actually have a segment um and it's what irks matt this week <laughs> so so matt the, the floor is yours my friend what irks you this week I don't know. oh i don't know what irks me this week oh 
What irks me this week is when um, if I've sent out a video, a video, I didn't do video, so if I sent you a video, please, that's probably a mistake. Um, <laughs> but if I've sent back a gallery to somebody and like I'm really excited by how good the gallery looks and all the photos look and then I just get crickets and I don't hear back from you, that's that, uh, that irks me. So I don't know. Maybe if you're a couple, you probably haven't listened to this potential episode because it's more aimed towards vendors. But anyway, it's probably a good time to drop this just so that if you haven't actually <laughs> replied to me um you won't get upset or you know feel bad but that kind of irks me this week <laughs> i agree yeah ghosting is a massive irk though <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. i just want a bit of feedback you know just like tell me if you yeah. like it because i'm really excited by how good it looks and then i just hear nothing and i'm like oh okay maybe it wasn't as good as i thought <laughs> maybe i'm not a good photographer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i need a big head come on <laughs> confidence is key <laughs> it's uh it's, it's been amazing to just kind of like yeah touch base with you today and to like find out about like you know the things that you have been uh, doing and the way that you are shaking up the industry for business owners because as i said there's there's not a lot of people out there at the moment that are like solely pushing it the way that you're pushing it as a wedding business coach which i absolutely love but before we finish off uh we like to do these quick fire questions uh to our guests just to kind of you know spice it up a little bit and find out what is kind of happening in your world so uh to start off with whatever comes to your mind first um what podcast are you listening to at the moment at the moment, Denise Duffield Thomas. Um, I love her podcast. It's all about money mindset um, and just changing the way that you think about money. It's been a game changer for me, honestly. <laughs> and I reckon that everyone should be on board. Can you can you say that? Can you say that again? What is it? Denise Duffield Thomas. She's an Australian um, money mindset uh, coach. Cool. I love that. Awesome. Uh, what book are you reading at the moment? I technically don't read books because I listen to them. So at the moment, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, how to create your, <laughs> how to create your cult business? I think by Tim Duggan. Cool. We ask this question often, and people are like, oh, 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 this is embarrassing. I don't actually read. <laughs> you know, so maybe we should like audiobook slash read. Um, that's fine. <laughs> um, especially as like as yeah, like I'm the same because as wedding vendors, like I I love a good book, but um, I l- listen to my books on Audible because I just yeah. don't have the time to sit yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. While I'm editing, it's, I chuck I feel them so on. Much more- yeah, I feel so much more productive when I'm listening to audiobooks. Like I can go out for a walk, I can clean the house, I can do other things that I just feel way more productive rather than sitting on my bed reading a book. <laughs> but, but Although when you, you do do, you, do that sitting on the bed. Get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do do it, it is nice to kind of just have that like, zone out time I feel like as well like you know because we're, we're great at like keeping ourselves busy and I feel like I always have a list of the bazillion things I could do so it is kind of nice yeah. to just sit down and do nothing in that period it's not often that I do that yeah <laughs> this is true <laughs> uh what series on Netflix or anything like Netflix are you watching at the moment oh we just my husband and I just finished jury duty on Amazon and it was so bloody good it was so funny <laughs> Apparently, that's hilarious. I haven't watched it yeah. yet, but apparently it's like real good. So I might have to it add that is, to my list. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah, it's about a um, a trial in America um, and everyone is an actor but one person. So they think it's a legit trial. I won't give away too many spoilers, but I highly recommend that you watch it. <laughs> ah, so good. I love it. That's awesome. And maybe tell us what is next in the business for you because you have your fingers in a lot of different places that you know it's it's amazing to see I guess the ideas that are uh coming up with you and you know you you obviously touched earlier on that uh that that second business that you've started uh but what's next yeah so at the moment I'm working mainly one-on-one with clients so I want to take that one to many so that's where the Heartmakers Club comes into it so it'll be more of like a membership based um opportunity so that we can all get together and build up this amazing community of vendors that are just so supportive of each other and just help each other in their business journey um so watch out for that how good does that sound i feel like you need maybe um send us some information we're going to put it in the show notes so like for for everyone listening we're gonna we're gonna put all the kiara's like details in the show notes so you can have a look and uh Maybe even a link to your um to your landing page so we can get access to that um that checklist that you have. 
because I think that will Absolutely. be such an amazing resource. But yeah, I, sure. I have one last question for you, Cara, and it's uh, what are some like parting golden nuggets you can provide to the audience to to really like start to like level up and think about, you know, how to like not just take your business forward, but how to like do it in a productive way that you're growing like sustainably as well? Yeah, for sure. So I would say, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, just making sure that what you're doing, you're doing for love as well, m- most importantly, and to focus on where you want your business to go to. So obviously we all start out small and you, you want and need to grow your business and you should also just grow with your business and go where it takes you. So for example, when I first started my um, hire business, it didn't start out as just a hire. I was a planner, stylist and also hire. But then the market was just leading me down the path of focusing on one service only and that was furniture hire. So I got rid of everything else um, and just solely focused on that. And that's totally okay. If you don't, if you try and uh, stop that from happening, it could not work out in in your favor for you. So just go, go with the flow <laughs> um, and always have an exit plan as well. Like a big, big lesson that I learned from running a few businesses now is to always have an exit plan and something to fall back on and know when the right time is for you to move move away from that business or move into something else. Well, huge. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's amazing. And I, I love, I feel like not many people think about that exit plan either, which I, yeah, I really enjoy because I've heard a few people recently talking about the old exit plan. And it's kind of something that I feel like has come up a lot more recently, which is exciting. And it's probably something that um, is necessary because, you know, even like I've said it before, like, you know, I probably... I'm not going to stay in the trend for, a, you know, ever in terms of shooting weddings and things like that, because I probably will get over it at some point. Um, at the moment, I absolutely love it. And that's not on my radar, but I do know that, you know, the older we get, um, you know, it's not something that I probably can do for a bazillion years. That's for sure. Absolutely. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> but even that, so like your business could still be, <laughs> But even that, like your business could still be up and running. You could hire people to to help you. So that it's also about like getting help where you need it as well. So building up your strengths and um, getting someone else in to help you with your weaknesses. That's just like a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> so good. I absolutely love it. And we really appreciate you taking the time to come and have a chat with us today. Maybe uh, before we go, maybe just tell us where our listeners can find you. Absolutely. So I'm on the socials. So Instagram is my go-to. So my handle is Kiara Milford um, and the spelling of that will be in the show notes. <laughs> um, and also if yep. you're wanting to know more about the membership, um, it will be at the Heart Makers Club on Instagram. Amazing. So good. Make sure you go and follow her. Check her out because she's posting some golden nuggets on her socials daily. And uh, me and Tim have really been enjoying having a bit of squizzit, you know, just the content you've been putting out (laughs) that is um, stuff that is like, I guess, usable and helpful for people to implement today um, into their creative business, Um, you know, specifically around the wedding world, but um, probably would work uh, if you take it out of that wedding world context for anybody really listening. So um, it's been so good to chat to you and we really, appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today no thank you guys it's been awesome (laughs) i've loved it (laughs) pleasure we'll have to get you on again because i think we can talk about hours (laughs) oh my god we kind of just like tippy tap across the end of it (laughs) 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 yeah we'll 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 dive so keep let's keep in touch let's keep that network going and um yeah if you have got something good out of today's episode or you have a question for any of us uh that have been on today make sure you reach out because we'd love to hear from you guys um it's always interesting to get some feedback but um yeah until next time and until next week uh Thanks so much for listening and we'll uh, speak See to you, you on all the next one then. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.